This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Elie Wiesel wrote, God made man because he loves stories. The ironic thing is that this statement is itself a story. We are a storytelling species. You could say that storytelling is what distinguishes us from all other creatures on this planet. That is the premise of Jonathan Gottschall's book, The Storytelling Animal. How stories make us human. From the earliest cave paintings to the New York Times bestseller lists, we tell stories about others and about ourselves. Families tell stories to reinforce their identity. Whenever my wife's siblings gather together, they repeat old family tales over and over again, comparing and correcting each other's memories. My wife is the family story keeper in our family for our kids and grandkids. When our children come over, she'll tell them things that happened in their childhood. When our grandkids are there, she'll tell them things that happened in their parents' childhood. And these stories are our family heritage, and I'm sure they will be told long after my wife and I are gone. In religion, we tell stories about our identity as a spiritual family, our origins, nature, our values, our future, and those stories are collected into scripture. And then another layer is tradition about the scriptures. Religions tell stories, among other ones, of how to be saved, whether that means salvation from hell or salvation from an endless cycle of reincarnation or liberation from ignorance, illusion, delusion, all types of salvation. These stories are repeated and reinterpreted by each generation of teachers and preachers. and They form various traditions within religions. In politics, we tell stories about who we are as a people or as a nation or as a political party. We explain how terrible our political opponents are and how righteous our side is. In time of war, we go further and demonize our enemies, make them into creatures that are less than human, and that makes them easier to kill. We see this happening in real time in both sides of the current Gaza war. No matter which side you take, the side we support is righteous and the other side is evil. Propaganda, disinformation, and misinformation are political forms of storytelling. The most unexamined stories are the ones we unconsciously tell ourselves about ourselves as individuals. Since the time we began to be aware of ourselves as separate creatures, somewhere between the ages of two and three, we 
have listened to the stories our parents and friends and our culture tell us about ourselves. We filter and edit these stories in our minds to craft a self-identity. And that identity helps us to navigate society. If our stories are healthy, we fit in with human society. If our self-stories fail us, we end up in prison, or dead, or worse. Or we employ therapists and psychoanalysts to help us rewrite our stories. Religious conversion is a way of resetting our life stories. We can be born again as a new creature with a new story that starts at our conversion. We get to start over with a clean slate and reinvent ourselves. We erase our past with all our sins and begin anew. If we are blessed with a spirit of self-inquiry, at some point we notice that many of these stories that we tell ourselves do not ring true to our experience. And we begin the process of deconstruction. That's what I did with my evangelical Christianity. If we go deep enough in this process, we see that all stories about ourselves are false. They are fictions that we have adopted to help us navigate a confusing world. We are not our stories. Stories are just inventions of the mind. They're not true. With that realization, we are freed from family, cultural, and religious narratives that have controlled our lives since infancy. We glimpse what is deeper than story. We see our original unformed nature. The danger is, is that this moment of realization can become another story that we tell ourselves and tell others about ourselves. If that happens and we begin to believe that, then our delusion is deeper than ever. When I'm being interviewed, I'm usually asked to tell the story of my spiritual journey. You know, when I was an evangelical Christian, it was called my testimony. Now other terms I use, but it amounts to the same thing. I'm never sure how to respond these days. I can describe my life from any of a dozen or more, you know, maybe a hundred different perspectives, starting at a number of different points and emphasizing different aspects of my life. I have told the story of my life differently at different times in my spiritual journey, and they were all true to me at the time that I was telling them. Now I realize that all these stories are not true. They're just yarns that my mind weaves in order to arrange events in a pattern that my mind and other minds can make sense of. No story of spiritual awakening is true because there is no self to wake up. And there never has been anyone to wake up. We wake up from the story-telling self to know what we are and have always been. So when asked for my story, I usually start off with a disclaimer. 
that is just a story. And then I proceed to tell a story. It is a useful fiction. It is fictitious because the separate self that tells the story is a fiction. A fictitious character telling its fictitious story. A fiction telling a fiction. But the story can still be useful, as good stories always are, when they use the point beyond themselves to where stories cannot go. But I no longer take these stories too seriously. I don't believe them. I do not tell them to myself. When I find myself believing my own stories, which will happen on occasion, then I just shake my head, laugh at myself, and move on. To believe one's own stories is true self-deception. The alternative to telling ourselves stories about ourselves is simply to dwell in what we are, in the selfless present. To live in the moment, in that timeless space that gives birth to all these stories. How does that happen? How does spiritual awakening happen? Now, to answer that question, is itself a story? But I'll tell it anyway. Ironically, it often happens through stories. Jesus told stories that were designed to awaken people from the prison of his inherited religious tradition. Zen masters did the same thing. To use the old metaphor, a thorn is used to remove the thorn, and then the thorn is thrown away, but too often Christians will take this thorn, turn it into a relic, and build a church around it. Jesus was a spiritual revolutionary who never wrote a book, but he told stories to people to awaken people. Unfortunately, after Jesus' lifetime, instead of following his method, Christians who did not really understand what Jesus was all about began to tell stories about Jesus. Stories that Jesus never told and never believed. Stories which the church then came to say that you had to believe, and you had to believe them literally, in order to be a Christian. In this way, the awareness and message of what Jesus called the kingdom of God was lost. Any gospels or epistles written by followers of Jesus that did not follow the orthodox story established by the church authorities were banned. And so the cycle of delusion repeated itself. Now don't get me wrong, I love stories. Stories can reach a place in our heart deeper than stories. I am a voracious reader of fiction. I'm always reading a novel. As soon as I finish one, I'll start another one right away. And in addition to the novels, I'm usually reading one, two, or three non-fiction books. But of course, there's no such thing as a non-fiction book. They're just books that the majority of people agree to call non-fiction. I love stories, but I no longer believe them, especially the stories that we tell ourselves. But when we step back from our stories, we see how ridiculous some of the stories that we used to believe in really are, especially some of the religion stories that we believe literally. And then we have to laugh at ourselves and laugh at our religion. It's always healthy to laugh at ourselves 
and our religion, not take them too seriously or too literally, because if we do, then we're really lost, lost in the story. I'm reading a novel right now entitled The Story Collector. It takes place in Ireland. One of the characters is an American student studying at Oxford University in England in 1911 who's doing his thesis on the folklore of Celtic peoples, so he's visiting all of the Celtic countries. And in particular, in particular he's collecting stories about fairies. And he published his thesis as the book also called The Story Collector. And he ended his thesis with these words. If we lose our stories, we lose ourselves. Now he's saying that as a warning. I read it as a promise. When we lose the stories that we tell about ourselves, then we discover who and what we really are. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.